Welcome to the Colander Medical Radio Show with Dr. Brian Colander, MD. Dr. Colander is a board-certified internal medicine physician who specializes in the assessment and treatment of artery disease. His medical practice is dedicated to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are going to be talking to Dr. Colander about his unique and personalized concierge practice and his plan for revolutionizing healthcare. His vision focuses on preventing all the events that lead to the catastrophic diseases of our time. Dr. Colander will explain to us about how and why we develop chronic systemic disease and the course we ought to be taking to prevent it. To find out more about how to avoid diabetes, Alzheimer's, heart attack, and stroke, stay tuned and we'll be right back after this short break. Welcome to another edition of the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also tell us about the simple tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that's 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. Dr. Colander, welcome again to your shows are always very informative. But let's talk a little bit about, I mean, we know what your specialty is about, about prevention, and you take care of your patients. You're available 24-7. What about the rest of the doctors out there as we're still in the time of COVID? Well. You know, I think that the standard of care for treating COVID is a great representation of the standard of care of heart attack and stroke. And right now, the standard of care of COVID is if you have COVID, go home. And if you think you're going to die, go to the hospital. And if you don't, then gut it out on your own. No concept about management, early treatment, nothing about prevention, how to stay away from it. and that's what heart attack and stroke prevention is. Basically, take your statin whether you need it or not. And if you have a, if you have a, eventually have symptoms from a critically blocked uh, artery, then we'll operate. Otherwise, stay home and hopefully you don't die before you need that surgery to, you know, open up your artery. So it's all about pharmaceuticals and writing prescriptions for medication to keep you away from or ward off the inevitable, which obviously doesn't. Well, I mean, I use pharmaceuticals as part of our treatment program, you know, so I use statins a lot because statins reduce artery inflammation. The key is identifying the disease that you want to treat earlier than waiting until you either have a heart attack or you're having angina, which is symptoms from a critically stenosed artery. And that's exactly what we're doing with COVID which is, all right, I got COVID, go home. And if you can survive, then great. If not, go to the hospital and you'll die there. That's our standard of care. You know, it's just curious. I'm just wondering why it is doctors are so intent on pushing telemedicine on patients. I mean, they make it very difficult to get into the building in the first place to get past the little person with their questionnaire. And why are they so afraid of COVID? Why are doctors so afraid of COVID? or of seeing a patient with COVID. You're not afraid of seeing patients with COVID. You're treating them all the time. Well, I've had COVID, you know, so that I 
have better immunity, as we've learned, or we should know if you don't know, that natural immunity is longer lasting and more potent or, or stronger than vaccination immunity. And then I also got vaccinated. So I feel like I've been immune and I'm going to say recently I went on a weekend with some friends and everybody we were with got COVID except me. So even though my vaccine is, you know, where are we now? My vaccine's 10 months old. You know, and we're, we've learned that Pfizer kind of runs its course after five or six months. But my natural immunity that I acquired in March of 2020 still seems to be protecting me. Yeah, and I mean, it's, what about the rest of us that are out there? I mean, what, what are we supposed to do? Because I'm seeing a lot of apathy among doctors. Well, well, this is a thing which you don't want to talk about, which is, you know, doctors are being castigated for talking about or canceled for talking about early treatment or prevention that is beyond a vaccine. So, you know, whether or not you get a vaccine, I've got plenty of patients who are getting COVID who've been vaccinated. I have patients not getting COVID or ha who haven't been vaccinated. Um, and now that you have a new variant coming, the Omicron, which we know nothing about, I'm not sure why we're vaccinating against alpha variant to treat delta and now we have omicron none of these vaccines are made for omicron why the uh cdc and the government is pushing an old vaccine i really wish they would be making a new product and adapting to this rapidly advancing and quickly changing scenario but what about the average patient that's out there and they feel sick and they feel as though they might have it or what about the patient that's going to see their doctor about something entirely different and they can't get in and they can't get an appointment because they've got to go through this full page questionnaire, no matter who you're going to see. You can be going to see the colorectal surgeon or the orthopedic surgeon or whatever about nothing related to COVID period, 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 and getting in to see a doctor. And my question to you is, why are all the doctors recoiling away from being hands-on healers and physicians? which is what you went to medical school for. Well, I can't speak for every doctor, but I can say that but most- But you know it's out there. I know it's out there, but also these doctors work for companies. And this is the problem with population medicine is that people work for hospitals. They, are, they work for a big company and those companies set policies that the doctor has to follow. And this is the reason why it's bad for doctors and the, their patients more so that their doctor is an employee, their doctor can't make these individual decisions. So I'm going to say out of a big group, maybe, you know, uh, half of them would be happy to see patients in person, but the policy of the company is to not bring anyone into the office. It's, this is corporate public me uh, population medicine we're looking at. Yeah, well, we ought to be staying away from it then, I guess. In the meantime, we're going to have to come back and discuss this on the other side of the break. You are listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. 
Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He's also going to talk about the simple tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. We'd also like to let listeners know that Dr. Colander is live every Thursday at 7 p.m. right after the Mitch Album show. It's a live show. You can call in and talk to the doctor directly. If you have any comments or questions, please tune in to every Thursday at 7 o'clock to the Colander Medical Radio Show. Dr. Collender, coming back to the subject that we're talking about right now, which is not only the standard of care, but physician apathy. And I'm, I'm just wondering how you engage very strongly with your patients. It doesn't matter whether they've got COVID, they don't have COVID. You've had hundreds of patients that have had COVID. You see them personally. You've gone to people's houses. None of your patients have died. None of them, I say this on every show, none of them have gone into the hospital. What about the rest of these patients? Uh, doctors that are out there and why are they so afraid to be hands-on with their possible COVID patients? Well, you know, also, I, 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 we need to get some of these doctors on here, although we don't want to give them the airtime. Um, it's, it's, I can't get in their head. You know, they work for companies that tell them what to do. And when you are in the system, the system is the FDA approves a drug, the Blue Cross or whatever insurance company pays for it if the FDA approves it. When you live in that world, you're wearing blinders. You literally can't see past what pays my bills. And checking boxes and prescribing testing and pharmaceuticals and imaging that is covered for a disease that you're that's billable, that's what you live in. If you're not, if you're not, in, if you're in that system, you can't see beyond prevention. You don't understand what it is. You can, the concept of using uh, hydroxychloroquine or supplements or vitamin I, to, which is uh, I'm being facetious, is you know beyond the scope of belief that you're going to do those things. So it's when you live in that world, that's the world you live in. You can't see outside of it. So. If the system's telling you to, um, you know, work on telemedicine and not see anybody with COVID, well, then that's what you're doing. There's no questioning it. To question is to leave it. Are you, and, are you talking about the primary care physician? Yeah. Uh, so to question the system, you've got to leave the system. And in Michigan, this place is stagnant. It's mired in complacency and no one around here wants to try to do better. They're just gonna sit in this cesspool of healthcare and wait to retire. You're talking about the doctors now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as a sort of patient advocate here, my question is what's happening to all of the patients out there? They don't know any better. But okay, but here's another question that I have for you. Forget about the primary care physicians and the family medicine physicians. 
So I would like to know why it is the specialty physicians like the cardiologists, the orthopedic surgeons, the urology surgeons, of which there are many large groups, make it impossible, almost impossible to get an appointment to come in. I mean, the the questionnaire they have, if you've ever had a headache, we're not seeing you. And they've gone over the top. I mean, it's gone beyond the pale. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. With If you have a cardiology patient, they're coming in to see about what's wrong with their heart. Likewise with with the urology patient and likewise with the, with the orthopedic uh, group. They're not employees of the hospital. So why are they not hands-on willing to see their patients? Well, again, I can't, I'd love to share that, but I have my people that I text and they get my patients in right away. So I don't have that problem. So well, my, that's because you're a referring physician and they have right. to depend on you to make any money. Well, I also only work with people that will work with me that way, which is, can I text you, send you my patient's contact info, the physician, the specialist calls my patient to get him in for the evaluation or procedure that I want. So this all happens while I'm in the visit with the patient doing the physical. I'm texting the specialist I want him to get into. And there, you know, while the patient's even sitting there sometimes, that visit's being coordinated. So, so this is like super concierge. This is like the Ritz type of concierge. This is not just I'm going to hand you a prescription and then go ahead and see your specialist. This is like you're getting on the phone and you're making the appointment and you're making sure that they have an appointment to actually be seen by the physician. I try to. What about to. the rest of the well, world? Well, the, the rest of the world has gotten used to garbage. You know, they've gotten used to, uh, I'll wait four weeks for an appointment. I'll wait three weeks to, you know, uh, get my specialist appointment. Another three weeks to get my testing and my blood work. And then another four months to get a follow-up. They're used to that. And so people are used to just this, you know, poor standard of care. And if you don't know any better, you don't know any better. And you, like you've said, doc, there's the God complex of everyone thinks their doctor is a God. Well, unfortunately, that's what's carrying people along. Well, I have a doctor who's just telling me I'm okay. Well, we say on the show all the time, your doctor doesn't have any information about you to know anything about you to say anything. You know, there's just no data being collected that has any any way to adjust risk. So you take their, them at their word that you're okay, but it doesn't mean a thing. But here's what happens in all these other practices is, you know, whereas you're sitting with the patient and calling the specialist and making the appointment, making sure the patient's going to be seen by the specialist, the rest of them are writing a prescription and saying, here, I need you to go to the orthopedic surgeon, or you need to go for you know, you need to go and see this specialist to get this test and we're passing you along. What happens is the patient falls through the cracks because then they get on the phone and they try to make an appointment to get in and see the urologist or the orthopedic surgeon or the OB-GYN and then they're going to have to go through an incredible, you know, uh, uh, personal inventory of, did you ever have a headache? And, and in order just to get in to see the doctor. So what's happening? They're all being just left out to you know, mow the lawn. Well, people have a choice. They're listening to the show. They know there's alternatives. They know that there's people like me practicing in a more hands-on, non-traditional manner, trying to do more for people than the, than the standard garbage. And it's up to the individual to pick up the phone and go, I want better for myself and my family. And 
That's why we're doing the show, let you know that there's more. We can't fix the FDA. We can't fix the government. We can't fix the insurance company. At least, you know, our, we'll try, but not today. It's up to the people listening to choose better for themselves, and that you got to do that on your own. Listeners have to go and call and find somebody who's going to do better for them than the standard hospital, you know, hospital employee doctor or the doctors employed by some giant company. Um, I don't think most people know who their doctor is employed by, number one. And number two, I mean, you're one person, you're one physician with one practice here in Birmingham, Michigan. We have a wide reach on WJR where we're being listened to by all over the country. And, you know, if somebody's in, you know, Cincinnati or Cleveland, Ohio, and they're listening to the show, how do they find a doctor like you? Because you can't see everybody. Well... One way to know that their doctor is that one, if, if we're describing the situation, oh, I can't get in, um, you know, I, I only get five minutes, I don't have any of my questions answered, I can't get my prescriptions refilled, nobody consolidates my care and determines, you know, what, what my specialist said. If I'm describing your doctor, well, then that's the practice you're in. You're in a, you're in a corporate healthcare situation. People know that, that where they are, they just don't want to get up and make the change, and that's on them. I think they don't know how to, but let's come back and talk about that on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show, and if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to the Colander Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Colander, MD, board certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Colander is here with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He'll also explain the simple tests that are available and necessary, which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. And we're also encouraging you to tune in to the Thursday night show, 7 p.m. every Thursday after Mitch Album. It's a live show, and you can talk to the doctor directly. We look forward to hearing from you. Dr. Collender, we're talking about the poor standard of care that pro probably existed before COVID, but it's certainly been made a whirlwind worse. And, you know, again, it's the physician apathy. And even although some of these doctors are, you know, they, they belong to the hospital or they're owned by a corporation, there still are a lot of specialists out there that are just as unwilling to see the referred pa the referred patient. Can't get in to see a cardiologist or an ophthalmologist or an OB-GYN unless you're willing to go through the strict entry procedure of if you ever had a headache, you're not coming in. Well, I want to, let's hold that thought a second. I just okay. want to go back to something you said at the end of the last segment, which kind of caught my attention, which is the idea of concierge medicine. You know, you mentioned if you're a regular listener, you know what we do. But for new listeners, they may not understand that a concierge practice is, by definition, taking like a retainer fee for you to be in the practice. So 
I wouldn't say my practice is the same as every concierge practice because there are plenty of concierge doctors who don't practice prevention. It's not the same thing. So whereas I charge a fee to be in the practice and that serves several purposes, the main one is I invest that money in you by including advanced testing, whether it's imaging or blood work or other screening tests so that we can identify your real risk profile and then take action at a very early point in your life. You know, wherever you are in age, it doesn't matter. We take you at that point and heal you. Most concierge doctors in this area are not doing that. They're just taking your money for time. All right, I'm, I'm meaning whatever that fee is for that specific concierge doctor, they're taking money just so they'll see you on time and give you more time I mean, I do all those things also, but we're also we're really there for prevention, and that's my passion, is to make sure that none of my patients are suffering chronic illness because we screen for conditions early. So that's the difference between concierge and overall in my practice. Well, you're one of the very few doctors in the country, I guess, that specialize in prevention because every patient you take in, whether at the age of 20 or the age of 70, you're taking a deep nosedive into things they didn't even imagine that they might have. And you're using very sophisticated testing in order to, you know, discover if they've got any predisposition that may turn into something catastrophic. And that's what you do. That's what prevention is all about. And there are very few prevention doctors, period, in this country. There aren't enough. And again, this just highlights the huge gap between what's possible and what's happening. So 95% of Americans are seeing doctors that are baked into this broken healthcare system. I think everyone accepts that our healthcare system is broken and how you want to look at it, Amory, whether it's I can't see my specialist, I can't get in, um, no one will call me back, no one's doing any testing, you know, there's no coordination of services there's compartmentalization, however you want to look at all of those problems and define that as the system being broken, if that's how you feel, then leave the system and find somebody who's out of the system, meaning I've got to pay a little extra out of pocket so that someone is going to give me attention to hear what I need to say and who's going to tell me what to do the right way using better tests and imaging that's available to someone who's, you know, stuck working for the hospital. And we're always surprised, by the way, about the, you've had many, many, many stories about people who have come in who they shouldn't be fooled by the fact that they feel as though they're healthy, they look healthy, they exercise, they eat well. That's also been a big shocker that people come in who um, are not necessarily ill or feeling um, as though there's something wrong with them that needs to be diagnosed. But a lot of people are joining your practice that think they're just absolutely fine and you find out they're not fine at all. And I think that's very valuable that, you know, people need to take that deep dive and find out, I mean, how many people that you've done, you've had so many patients that are 20, 30, early, young people that look as though, sound as though, seem as though they're healthy and they're not. Yeah, it's, it's because we don't screen for disease. You we, know, but by we, you mean anybody system, in America, right. the, the system. We, the system doesn't screen for disease. The system takes surrogate markers like your A1C 
your LDL cholesterol. Um, and these, these are things that you find out in the annual blood draw physical, right? Your standard, standard. blood test. So these are the standard markers that your doctor uses. Not me, but your regular doctor. You know, is my diabetes okay? What's my A1C? Is my cholesterol good? What's my LDL? You know, of course, blood pressure needs to be good for everybody. But those are surrogate markers for risk. And we look at the actual disease. And in my practice, I don't care what your A1C is. I don't care what your weight is. In the world, weight is the number one risk factor for chronic illness. And in my practice, I don't care what your weight is. Um, and so is LDL. So in LD, you know, those are markers that to me provide no risk measurement. They don't, they don't give me any information about you. I look at other things. When you have better data, these standard markers mean nothing. Well, I mean, it's a big leap to try to convince everybody that's listening to, you know, really reconsider where they're going to wind up if they stay with the current situation, especially being now gravely discouraged by COVID, which has set us back probably 100 years and getting, we might have had bad care before. Now we've got awful care. You couldn't say that enough <laughs> because that really. Well, it's, I'm looking for a thread of hope here. Yeah, well. The, you know, I mean, the, you could say what's the real damage of COVID and name 30 things off the top of our heads, but the damage to healthcare is that we're not talking about anything except COVID. Like we're ignoring prevention, we're ignoring diabetic care, we're right. ignoring health. It's did you get a vaccine or not? Done. Conversation's over. Yeah, and that's really pathetic because there are people out there that have pre-existing conditions, whether it's diabetes or whether it's a cardiac problem or a pulmonary problem and the challenge they have to get in and see their doctor that's like almost insurmountable you have to be smart enough to just lie in the questionnaire so that you can get in and the next thing is that if they should feel as though the question is not about vaccines i've said this before the question is if you come down with covid who is going to save me and certainly not the hospital it's there's a huge amount of disillusionment, sorry, disillusionment, uh -huh. thank you, because no matter what's happening, I mean, healthcare is being talked about on the news every day. Every news segment of every show has uh, in their hour uh, something about healthcare, which is more than ever, except it's the wrong messaging. Right. It's, again, it, again the message from the system, and again, you're gonna, I just, I'm, you just said don't bother with this, and here I go. No matter what it is, the answer is get a vaccine. And that is a one-size-fits-all answer for what should be a personalized decision. All decision, medical decisions are personalized. Right. Look at everyone's specific issues, all of their drivers, all their risk factors, and make an individual decision between the doctor and patient and move forward. In no way is one answer the answer for every single human in this country or the world for that matter. So let's come back and talk about what the solution is. I'm sure all the listeners want to know. In the meantime, we have to take a quick break. You are listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show. And if you're interested in finding out more about today's topic or why you ought to be engaging with a concierge practice, please only call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. You're listening to the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR.
Welcome back to the Collender Medical Radio Show. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here talking with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, board-certified in internal medicine and specialist in artery disease. Dr. Collender is with us explaining his personalized concierge practice and the model of the relationship you ought to have with your primary care physician. He's also going to explain the simple tests that are available and necessary which aid to the prevention of heart attack and stroke. For more information, we're encouraging you to only call Dr. Collender directly at 866-COLLENDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. And we encourage you to listen to the Thursday night show after Mitch Album, 7 p.m. The show is live and you can call in and talk to the doctor directly. So we're encouraging all listeners to call in on Thursday if you have a question. Dr. Collender, again, the question out there is, we know that we have a poor standard of care. We know the healthcare system is messed up. And, and you've got all these patients out there, never mind the compartmentalization of medicine where one doesn't know what the other one's doing as far as when you get referred to specialists. You've got a doctor who writes a prescription, okay, go and see a cardiologist, go and see an endocrinologist, go and see, you know, whatever other type of specialist is out there. But then they're just going to sit back and maybe they'll hear from them. Maybe they won't. You're on your own now. You're out to sea. But the, you know, the, the average primary care physician is not following up on what's happening once you go and see that specialist. They don't have the time. That's why they sent to the specialist. Because they don't have time to do the basic workup on their own and address the problem. They got five minutes. And after the greeting and hello, how are you? You know, what would you do for the holiday? Let's look at your medicines. Um, all right, that's four minutes. I got one minute to go. You know, why are you here? And then this is why. Well, here's your referrals and see you next time. That's all the time they got. So mm -hmm. when you don't have any time, you refer people and you write prescriptions. That's the fallback. I mean, that's why we have, you know, this volume-based medical system. This is why we have population medicine. This isn't by accident. This is because the system is based around hospital business Pharma, imaging, surgery. Or let's and, just cut to the chase. All right. It's all about making money. Yeah. And it's not, and it's taking your money and making you sicker so that you end up in the hands of, of, of the big businesses. So you've got your insurance deductible to worry about, and you've got your the cost of your medication and the copay and the medication, which can be absolutely exorbitant. And now we've added something now with COVID, which is you can't even get in to see the specialist anyway. Now, I know my question to you is we're almost near the end of the show. And my question to you is Thursday night show, which I've mentioned is live. I'm encouraging everybody to listen to it at seven o'clock. We get patients from all over the world, never calling in all over, all over America, all over the world. We've got followers in Korea. We get calls from England. We get calls from every place, every, every state in the union has called in. But you are one doctor. So what do you have to say to the people that are out there saying, that's me, that's what's happening with me. I'm lost. I have nobody to take care of me. And if I get sick, where am I going to go? And what, you, what you've said all along is don't go to the hospital. If you don't go to the hospital and your doctor is unavailable and you've got to pass a questionnaire to get in, what does that person do with their pre-existing condition and with COVID, God forbid, they should get it? Well, it's like you said, you know, we're... I'm one person, but I've got a group of doctors working with me and, you know, we will always have room for somebody who wants to call and join and, and wants to work on prevention in their health. There's always going to be room for somebody. Uh, we'll always have 
an appropriately trained doctor in, in prevention ready for you when you want to come in. That'll never be an issue. We won't turn anyone away. Granted, you got to join the practice. Um, so, you know, that's the answer to the question. We'll, we'll always have room for somebody to come in. Um, but again, you know, we're outside the realm of, of what you consider traditional practice, but that's what you have to be to operate in a world that doesn't exist in, in the traditional system. So uh, when it comes to COVID, we've said it all along, you need to have a plan. You know, whatever it is you choose to do about your prevention, whether, you know, vaccine, no vaccine, whatever it is, you have to have a plan to get COVID. You don't feel good, get tested right away. Now what am I going to do? Waiting until you have a positive COVID test is too late to make a plan. That's a very good point, you know, because with the recent surges and with this new variant coming in and all the hospitals are saying they're getting, you know, blown up again. There's We're going to run out of doctors. We're going to run out of, you know, beds. We're going to run out of room in the ICU. So everybody out there is deathly afraid that should they get it, they have no option but maybe to go to the hospital, which would be a deathly move, a wrong move. They don't have another option. Yeah, well, they need, said, to, they need to wake up and smell the coffee and find another well, option. You, we've said it all along. Ask your doctor, what are they going to do for you if you get COVID? And if you don't like the answer, find another doctor. And you need to create a plan so that you have care when you get COVID. That's, that's the bottom line. You can't wait until that happens. Um, waiting until you get COVID is too late. Because now you're sick and you've got a day or two. You know, yeah, that's the key. The key is that you can't. Unfortunately, we had a uh, a friend uh, uh, here in town who got sick one day and went to the hospital the next day, and he was dead the week later, fifty years old. Nothing wrong with him, and just wasn't able. I mean, thought that the best thing to do was to go to the hospital, and he got to the hospital a few days later. He's put into a coma. He's on a ventilator, and one week later, he's dead. It's uh, it's very sad to hear these things when, in my world, you know, my patients text me immediately when they get tested positive. I send them a list of uh, supplements they should be taking. I email their pharmacy with the prescriptions I want them to take. And I've literally, like you said, I've had no one even go to the emergency room for COVID. So that's the difference. And also my patients are on a preventive health plan already. You know, they, it's not just happening yesterday. Doesn't mean that I don't think we can keep someone who hasn't worked on their health out of the hospital. But early treatment is critical, early treatment. And that doesn't exist. The standard of care for COVID is go home and wait. And waiting is death. That's what's waiting for you. So the most important thing really is immediately that you think you may have it, get tested right away. And then if you get tested positive, you've got to be given whatever medication there is out there as you've given directly to your patients medication. They've all survived. None of them have gone to the hospital. So it's incumbent upon the listener then to know that they better wake up and start having a plan right now. And right. You wait to, if you wait, this is, that's prevention. You know, today that's what prevention looks like. Okay. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to social distance. I'm going to get a vaccine. Um, Prevention is, if I get COVID, what am I going to do? And it's not waiting for the last second. I mean, I got some friends that live in New York, and they don't have a doctor. I'm like, dude, there's COVID. How can you not have a doctor? Wow. I mean, these are guys, these are people I know my age. They're very successful. How do you not have a doctor? 
what happens if you get sick? You know, I mean. That's a very dangerous it's position scary. to be in. Right. And so you got no one to call, nothing to do. I mean, they're probably going to call me. But. Well, they're friends of yours. Yeah. But for the rest of the world that's listening to the right. show. Right. It's they, terrible. You're right. They need to have a plan because people need to to know and be reassured that if I get sick, the most important thing is am I wearing. It's not whether you're wearing a mask or whether you've been vaccinated. It's who is going to take care of me hands on yeah. and give me the medications and the necessary supplements that I need to fight it off so that I'm not going to have to go into the hospital and wind up on a ventilator. So there still is hope. Well, there's a lot of hope, but you've got to choose to find someone out of the system to take care of you. Absolutely. Well, we're out of time, and that wraps it up for the Colander Medical Radio Show on News Talk 760 WJR, sponsored by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and again, I want to thank Dr. Colander for talking to us about taking charge of our health, being proactive, avoiding heart attack and stroke, and more importantly, what you can do to halt or reverse the process of chronic degenerative disease. It's never too late to start. For more information on today's show or to learn more about how you can engage with a personal primary care concierge practice, you can call Colander Medical directly at 866-COLANDER. Again, that number is 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you've become more aware of your options in preventing and reversing disease. Once again, you can reach out to Colander Medical at 866-COLANDER. And thank you for listening. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.